0: How do you master and maintain a healthy mindset when your business is in a drought or a downturn? Hi, welcome to Business Mindset Mastery. I'm your host, Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and leadership expert. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs over at Heather Gray Consulting.com. And I'm so glad to be talking to you today. I promise not to go too down the rabbit hole with a whole week long series. The last time I did a series on the show, I did a five episode arc on maintaining and establishing healthy boundaries. And the emails I got about that series were uh, less than enthusiastic. I talked way too long about the same subject. Um, But this is a two-episode series, Um, just because I didn't want to go on and on in an episode. You know I'm not so afraid to do that sometimes. But I wanted to talk to you today about maintaining a healthy mindset when your business is struggling, when you have spots in your schedule, when a launch didn't go well, or maybe you're just in between offerings so you're You're not seeing consistent revenue coming into your business. And then tomorrow, I want to talk to you about how do you maintain a healthy mindset when your business is flying on all cylinders and you're just soaring? And finding immeasurable success. I think there's tools and strategies for both. Some of them are going to overlap, but I do think that it's worth talking about them separately. And I went to the drought first because I'm somebody that when I answer the question, bad news or good news first, I always start with the bad news. Um, so the drought, right, is the inevitable bad news in business. Um, and one of the things that I think is really important to sort of get out of the gate right away as we start this conversation together is the idea that droughts are inevitable in business. I think sometimes business owners forget this part, right? They forget the downturn. They forget the ebb and flow of business. They know intellectually that businesses go through it, but they think that they're somehow going to be the exception to the rule, particularly if people have had like a long runway in establishing their business. So they were new for a while. It took them a while to get consistent rent revenue into their business so they think that once they become established once people know their name and they have a large audience that those downturns aren't going to sting as much that they're not going to feel them as much And I think sometimes we just create that kind of story about success. And I, you know, and droughts happen for all kinds of reasons. I've been really transparent on this show, for example, that I had a drought last summer in um, August of 2018, where like July was wrapping up, I looked at my calendar, and I was like, holy hell, I don't have anybody booked for the month of August. And that happened simply because I hadn't been thinking about lead generation. I had been booked pretty consistently, my calendar was regularly full so it completely coughed me off guard and I took my foot off the gas and ended up staring down the barrel of a really empty schedule, right? So sometimes it's just what happens in business. Sometimes it's um, that we're running seasonal businesses. Sometimes it's because we implemented a strategy that didn't work. There's all kinds of reasons and business strategies attached to why businesses have downturns. That's not really the conversation I want to have with you all today. There are so many business coaching podcasts out there that can help you address strategy, help teach you how to minimize the um, revenue hit that you feel during downturns and all of the conversations in that realm. What I really want to talk to you about is how do you stay emotionally steady when you're looking at an empty calendar, when you're looking at a smaller bank account, or when you're sort of lead generation. Um, stream has just kind of slowed down and the leads are not coming in at the rate you want because this is the time where I think business owners become incredibly fragile. They suddenly, they see the numbers and at some point in time, they linked their identity, they linked their sense of success and their self-perception up to how well their business is doing. And as soon as that isn't true anymore, as soon as podcast listens go down or engagement on social media decreases or, you know, less people are buying their programs or less people are hiring them for coaching services. The first thing that happens is business owners tend to doubt themselves. What did I do wrong? What didn't I see coming? What's wrong with me? Is, you know, am I just a one hit wonder? Am I a flash in a pan? That's something that a lot of the business owners who see me during droughts are talking about that they this feeling of like, maybe they were just a one hit wonder, maybe they're this overnight success, and they're not going to be able to replicate the success that they had seen before. And the first thing that I always try to get people to do is like, you know, stop, right? Like I I try to like, um, I've shared this with you guys before where when I was growing up, I used to have this lazy eye and um, I could be talking to you and suddenly my, my eye would be looking um, 45 degrees in the wrong direction. And my dad would like snap his fingers in front of me to get me to focus. And suddenly my eye would just go back into focus and I would be back where I needed to be. Um, we have to stop the the runaway train that can happen and the instant panic that can happen when we start to fear it's all going to go Away, or that it is all going away, or it's already gone away, and we didn't see it coming. The first thing that happens is that panic story. And the first thing that I like to remind people in response to that is to clue themselves in and remind themselves that downtime happens in business. It's a normal, secular part of doing business, that there's strategies you can implement to reduce the cause and effect of such things, but that by Choosing to be a business owner, you are choosing to take on the highs and the lows so often when you see the numbers decrease when you see a shift in a downward direction it's oh god what did i do oh god what did i forget oh my goodness did i not do this should i have done that what did i do wrong what's going to happen next did i do this and you go into this like kind of cycle of double checking and doubting yourself and questioning your strategies and then instantly the next thing that happens is you start looking for the new answer you start shopping for a new coach you start looking for a new program you're trying Trying to change your messaging, you're going to redo your website, you're going to change all your offers. And all of those thoughts and feelings are perfectly normal reactions when things go awry, when they stop going as expected. But the behaviors we choose in response to that thought pattern starts to cement story about ourselves. And what we want to do is cement a more positive, more capable story of who we are, how we move through the world, and what we're capable of. So the key here is to not make a reactive decision as soon as you see the numbers going down. The first thing you want to do is say this happens. It's happened before I can manage it. You know, when I was a therapist, I had downtime all the time I could set my clock by it I could know what season it was without even looking at the window because people would start to drop off after Halloween because they didn't want to talk about the family members that were going to be around their holiday tables they'd come back in the new year during um you know the new year's resolution period they'd stick with me until the start of, um, you know, usually until the start of summer, they'd start to drift off. August was historically empty. And then that back to school season, that new beginning, like adults, we experience it too. And everybody would be back, you know, with me in time for September. So it was really easy in my first couple of years to get really reactive, um, to be like, oh my gosh, what's happening? I was full and now I'm not, what did I do? And then I'd be like, oh, right, nobody wants to go to therapy. And August, August, they're at the beach. Oh, right. Everybody's on family vacation and moms can't get, you know, daycare for their kids or child care for their kids because they used to see me when their kids were in school. And I would sort of be able to slow myself down and get centered. Well, when I started the online business, I totally kind of forgot that we all move through the world in the same way. So even though I was working online with, a, you you know, an international clientele, it's still pretty true that people want to really really like charge themselves up full of piss and vinegar at the beginning of the year that they die down a little bit during that summertime. They really don't want to be talking about tough stuff in the dead of August. And then they all re-energize for the last quarters of the year in September. But I needed to go through it a couple of times. But the first, you know, the thing that happened to me when I did it online is suddenly I was questioning myself. I was holding myself accountable. What didn't I do? What should I have seen coming? And all of those, things erode our self-perception. So part of what we need to do is normalize the downturn, to normalize dips and valleys, and to not be reactive. So the first thing that I want you guys to do if you're in a drought or in a downtime is to slow yourself down, take a couple of deep breaths, and say and remind yourself, I knew this would happen someday. I've got this. I can figure it out and not make decisions from a place of panic. Instead, what you want to do is use your boss brain to get curious. How big of a problem is this really? What is the actual effect on my revenue. I remember the other, you know, it was just a couple of weeks ago when Facebook and Instagram were down on the same day and business owners were like losing their freaking mind. And I I couldn't understand it because if their jobs were entirely wholly dependent on social media for a single solitary day, they're doing something wrong because we shouldn't be building businesses on borrowed land and rented space. But it's that idea of feeling like what is going to happen. The thing that I'm leaning on isn't working. So the first thing you want to do is make sure you're not making a decision reactively. You want to be curious. What is going on? Look at the actual numbers. Look at the return on investment. Look at your metrics. Because it's so easy, in my case, you know, to be like, oh my god, I have an empty August. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Oh no, no, no. Without really paying attention to the fact that the months prior to August were consistently full. My business had revenue And money, like I had earned money in that, you know, prior to August – and so that it wasn't the end of the world, that the big picture, the the zoomed out lens is that my business was fine. And I would have done myself a great disservice if suddenly I was like, oh, I need to create a new offer. I need to do this. I need to do that rather than zoom out. it's so I could see, oh, right, it's August. As a therapist, business was slower. And as an online business owner, I slowed down with lead generation. So of course, I don't have business. And of course, too, people aren't talking about their problems when they're on summer holiday with their families. And the only way you get out of that like cyclical negative thinking is if you first normalize it and then you start to get curious about it. And you make yourself promise that you're not going to make a reactive decision for your business for 24 hours. You, from the moment of panic and thinking you're going to try something new, you are not going to do anything for 24 hours. You're going to sit, you're You're going to wait, you're going to look at it, and you're going to zoom the lens out and look at the big picture. Because a lot of what ends up happening in downtime is room gets made for these doubtful questions and these, maybe I chose the wrong strategy. Maybe I did the wrong thing. Maybe I don't have experience. More often than not, people come to me with imposter syndrome when their businesses are in a downturn because they take the lack of financial success or the lack of revenue in their bu- businesses and they see it as a reflection of themselves. They see it as almost one and the same rather than, you know what? Like two months ago when I was full, I wasn't questioning my own experience. I wasn't saying, do I really belong here? I wasn't saying like, you know, anything along the lines of like, you know, should I be doing this? Should I, you know, am I really the most qualified? Imposter syndrome didn't have a place to play when things were really busy. We make room for those doubts and those questions and those insecurities when we have nothing else to do. So the next challenge you guys have to start thinking about is how can you take advantage of and embrace downtime? Because I remember in my private therapy practice, like it was it was God's gift at times when people no-showed for an appointment or canceled an appointment because my days were usually full. And so I relied on those random, free, unexpected hours to catch up on paperwork, to do my notes, to, um, you know, take care of things and cross the T's and dot the and all of that. So part of what you have to do in your own business is instead of fearing and panicking the drought, how do you use it productively? And the first thing you're going to want to do is figure out how you can perceive some of this coming. If you have cyclical businesses, if you're... um. You know, like if your uh, services tend to run a little bit on some sort of calendar schedule, you wanna perceive it and plan for it. So then you know what you can do. So for example, one of the things I made a note in my calendar that already exists for August of 2019 is that's when I'm gonna take a vacation because most people are ghosting on me anyway. And then during the other free time, I am gonna get as ahead as possible on my podcast so that when September rolls around and everybody's full of piss and vinegar again, I'm wholly available to say yes, and I can book those slots without question and without worry, because all of my content would have already been batched. And I also, too, in anticipation of that August slowdown, will start doing the lead generation in June and July, maybe even May, to say in anticipation of the summer, maybe I'm going to come up with a specific short-term kind of offering, maybe I'm going to make sure that I'm guest on other people's podcasts or I'm putting out a couple of blog posts for other media outlets that I'm you know, working on increasing my visibility in anticipation of that downtime and that slow time. So I want you to think about what are the tasks for your business that are kind of a pain in the neck. Sometimes it's a really good time to think about like the long-term projects or the things that take up a lot of space. For me, I don't design my own website, but if I did a project like that, that takes several hours, of concentration and uninterrupted time, start thinking about that. And then, you know, the other piece to it is using that time to set you and your business up for success. So doing a little bit of forecasting over what the business is going to need going forward and how you can set yourself up for success. Because the other thing too is if you were forward thinking, if you were planning for busier times, you were then in that moment, you're not giving any like air, oxygen, breath to what if this doesn't work? What if this is the beginning of the end? You're not feeding the anxiety, you're feeding the hope and potential. You're giving your energy there, you're putting your focus there and you're making a statement to yourself that this downtime is temporary, it is not going to last, it won't be here forever, and I've got this. So let me get ready for it. That is such an empowered place to come from and such a good use of time as opposed to, oh, no, what am I going to do? Uh-oh, what am I supposed to do? I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, and sitting and spinning and doubting. Because when we sit and spin and doubt, the first thing that we start to do is collect evidence of all of the things we should be doubtful of, all of the ways we've mucked it up, all of the mistakes we've made. And all we do is give more room and air and energy to the fear, to the drought, to the famine, rather than setting ourselves up for the next feast. That, you know, and one of the things I really, I hope this is crystal clear apparent, But if it's not, let me be transparent and say this loud and clear. So in other words, my friends, we are not sitting and thinking about the drought. We are either reviewing with curiosity what's caused the downturn, implementing a strategy to rectify it, or we're taking advantage of the free hours to build our businesses up and better. So many people end up with these like like gigantic mindset struggles after a period of drought, because they have spent weeks crapping on themselves. They have spent tons of time doubting their ability, looking at everyone else's success by their own, you know, comparing themselves, getting out of their lane, engaging in imposter syndrome. And all of that, my friends, is largely, solely, entirely within your control. So, if you want to master your mindset during the downtime, you have to focus on your actions, on the things you're doing. Holding accountability, like I had to when I'm like, "Holy crap! I didn't engage in lead generation in June or July. Of course, August was dead. The only thing I did was talk on my podcast." And you know, and it, holding accountability with that and owning it, but then also setting yourself up for success by making a plan, by choosing new actions, so you rewrite the ending to the story because everything you want to do with your behavior is set into motion the idea that this is temporary. This too will pass and take advantage of this so that you can 10x the outcome when you start to see business again, when you start to get people in your corner, when you start to get people invested in you. Because the other thing that happens is if you're in a downturn and you spend all this time crapping on yourself, you are not perceiving opportunities to stand out. You're not perceiving opportunities to stand up for yourself and your business, perceiving opportunities to sell, to introduce yourself because you were too busy feeling less than. And what we want you to do is be the boss of your business. Think like the boss of your business and plan like the boss of your business to take specific, deliberate, intentional actions toward the business you want. Getting yourself out of that drought by engaging in being in boss mode rather than insecure imposter syndrome mode that you've changed the ending to your story, not by what you're thinking and feeling, but by what you're willing to do differently. And that's how you engage in the process, is that you wrestle with it, you face it, you acknowledge it, but you don't start talking to the peanut gallery and telling your friends and all of this. You just own it, you do something about it, and then you move on and get ready for the flood. Now, you know, it's, It's really easy, I think, for people to think like, oh, I'll be fine when it's all going well. And that too can catch us off guard. So tomorrow I'm talking to you about managing the flood and managing a healthy mindset so that when business comes in, you rock that like the boss you are too. I hope you can handle me on the same subject for two days in a row. I'm sure the letters will come in if you don't. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you have a question for the show, you want my two cents, on something, send your questions my way. You can always find me at heather at heathergrayconsulting.com. Thanks so much for today. I really look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.